0: Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, when Jesus was asked in the New Testament to identify the most important thing in the Bible, He quoted from Deuteronomy chapter 6. I'm going to read Deuteronomy chapter 6 in its entirety in a moment, but I want to point out that if Jesus felt like the words from this chapter— were the most important things recorded in Scripture, then we should give special attention to this chapter. If that were all the mention uh, there is from chapter 6 in the New Testament, that would be more than enough to commend it to us with special care. But there's actually more. You may recall that Jesus was tempted three times in the wilderness by the devil before he began his public ministry. During this temptation, the Lord Jesus refuted whatever the devil had said to him, or whatever he tempted him with, with words from Deuteronomy. Two of the temptations were thwarted or combated with words specifically from Deuteronomy chapter 6, and not the same words that Jesus said were the most important in the Bible. So I'll I'll point them out in detail when we get through, but let's read now Deuteronomy chapter 6. These are the commands, decrees, and laws... The Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess, so that you, your children, and their children after them may fear the Lord your God, as long as you live by keeping all of his decrees and commands that I give you, and so that you may enjoy long life. Hear, Israel, and be careful to obey, so that it may go well with you, and that you may increase greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey. Just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, has promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. I'm going to repeat that one because these are the words Jesus said were the most important in the Bible. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. When the Lord your God brings you into the land he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a land with large flourishing cities you did not build, Houses filled with all kinds of good things you did not provide, wells you did not dig, and vineyards and olive groves you did not plant. Then when you eat and are satisfied, be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Fear the Lord your God, serve Him only, and take your oaths in His name. Do not follow other gods, the gods of the people around you. For the Lord your God, who is among you, is a jealous God, and His anger will burn against you, and He will destroy you from the face of the land. Do not put the Lord your God to the test, as you did at Massa. Be sure to keep the commands of the Lord your God and the stipulations and decrees He has given you. Do what is right and good in the Lord's sight, so that it may go well with you, and you may go in and take over the good land the Lord promised on oath to your ancestors, thrusting out all of your enemies before you, as the Lord has said. In the future, when your son asks you, what is the meaning of the stipulations, decrees, and laws the Lord our God has commanded you, tell him, we were slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt, But the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Before our eyes, the Lord sent signs and wonders, terrible and great, on Egypt and Pharaoh and his whole household. But he brought us out from there to bring us in and give us the land he promised on an oath to our ancestors. The Lord commanded us to obey all of these decrees and to fear the Lord our God so that we might always prosper and be kept alive as is the case today. And if we are careful to obey all of this law before the Lord, our God, as he commanded us, that will be our righteousness. So now let me jump to the New Testament, a little quote from Mark chapter 12, verse 28. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating, noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer. He asked him, of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And then verse 30, he continues, Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, and with all of your strength. Now, friends, he's quoting directly from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 and 5. I'll read them from Deuteronomy. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your strength. And so this, hero O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. In Hebrew, Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. This is the great declaration of monotheism. This is the great declaration of the oneness of our God. And so we believe in God in three persons. He's a composite one, a complex one, if you will, but the Lord our God is one. That's the great declaration of the Shemai in Deuteronomy 6 4. And Jesus said, this is the most important thing in the Bible connected to the next verse Love the Lord your God, this one God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your strength. And so this love of the Lord, with the identification of who he is, the two together, Jesus said, this is the most important thing in the entire Bible. And so we need to take heed to this. In verse 6, Moses gives instructions to write this down and to collect these words that they would not be lost. He said, these commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them to your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. And so first... They're writing them on the door frames of the houses and the gates. There are things um, in Jewish culture known as mezuzahs. They're little boxes that they put scriptures in, and they put them on the door frames of houses and on the gates to houses and property. These mezuzahs contain scripture. They contain Deuteronomy 6, 4, and 5. They also contain Deuteronomy 11, 13 to 20. Read that as we get to uh, Deuteronomy chapter 11. But there's also a reference here, tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. You may have seen Orthodox Jewish men with a little box strapped to their forehead. These little boxes also contain these very sacred scriptures, some of them that Jesus said were the most important in the Bible. And these are phylacteries. Some refer to them as phylacteries. They also are bound sometimes on their arms, once again representing these very important commandments. Now, to the temptations of Christ. The devil tempted Christ. I'm going to quote from Matthew chapter 3. And Jesus responded with words from Deuteronomy. In Matthew chapter 4, the tempter came to Jesus and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Now, he's quoting from Deuteronomy, but not the part we just read. He's quoting from Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3, which says, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. And so Jesus dealt with the first temptation of the devil with words from Deuteronomy chapter 8. The next temptation, verse 6, the devil said, If you are... I'm back to Matthew 4, verse 6. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down. For it's written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you'll not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Now this quote, do not put the Lord your God to the test, is from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 16. Do not put the Lord your God to the test. That's a direct quote. And then finally, the third temptation is in uh, Matthew chapter 4, verse 8. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their splendor. All of this I give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it's written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Once again, friends, that's a direct quote. From Deuteronomy, it is um, from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 13. And so this, this um, temptation of Christ, Jesus felt that when he was confronted with the devil and challenged by the devil, the way to combat that was by quoting scripture. The scripture he quoted was from Deuteronomy. Now, sometimes we as Christians think, oh, that's Old Testament. It's not relevant. Friends, if Jesus said these things are relevant, they're relevant. And if Jesus said that the most important thing in the Bible is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your strength. If that is quoted from Deuteronomy by Jesus in the Gospels as being the the greatest commandment, Friends, we should hold it in equally high regard as our Savior and Lord did. And so, Lord, we acknowledge you are the Lord, our God, and you are one God. Lord, we declare our love to you with all of our hearts, with all of our souls and all of our strength. Lord, may we, too, teach these things to our children. May we talk about them when we sit at home and when we walk along the road and when we lie down and when we get up. Lord, help us keep these truths always before ourselves and our families and all of those that we love. We pray this, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends.